Today's sponsor of the Anecdotal Experience podcast is ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring someone for a job? Hire me. Some structure might be good for me. It's good to see you. I thought I lost you for a second. But now I'm like, oh snap. Look who's back. We need to talk about Johnny Bertoff tomorrow. He's the guy that does all the photos for the show. The only reason anyone does the show for the photo. And Johnny, thanks, man. You're great. I gave him a really crappy picture of our guest today, Cam O'Connor, and he made it work. If you ever do this show, remind me to take a picture of you. I'll forget. It's important. We have Cam O'Connor, friend of mine, comedian. Really great. Talks about developing a brand. Are you an artist, but you don't know how to get famous and get rich? Listen up. Let's talk about personal branding. Good idea, bad idea. It's the first thing we talk about. Also, we're at Go Bananas Comedy Club. People coming in and out of the door. I'm sorry about that. It's not that bad. Share stuff on Facebook. Forget the iTunes review. Get a free t-shirt, baby. Um, yeah, well, tell us, what I want to know is you're an Indiana dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? Yes, sir. There we go. There you go. And then you can see me. Yeah. Rocket ship comedy. Rocket ship comedy. And, but you're in Cincinnati. Yes. So what? that? It doesn't add up. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Um, well, uh, rocket ship comedy is just, uh, when I was running shows, eventually you have to promote your shows and kind of make a banner. And it wasn't going to be Cam O'Connor Presents. Let's talk about that. Why is that a bad idea? It's not. I'm just, uh, I'm weird about that. I think it's a bad idea. Using my name? Cam O'Connor, Cam Presents. O'Connor Comedy. It's just bad on its own. Thank too you. Too many C's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too many cuss sounds. Okay. But I think it's, to extend it to everyone... When you create a brand around yourself as a person, I don't think that's a good idea. Nice. I don't think it's cool. All right, good. Well, then, good. That's I'd why like, I did good. Yeah, I uh, think you did. You have my approval. I don't matter, by the well, way. Well, you can't talk like that. I matter. Yeah. And I approve. Because it's cool. It's like, oh, rocket ship comedy. We're a team. This is part of a brand. something bigger than Cam O'Connor. But when you're just exclusively trying to be like, oh, Cam O'Connor comedy... Jerk off. Get lost. Thank Beat you. it. Beat yeah, it. but there are those that do that, and I'm not shitting on them. Oh, yeah. Because some I of am. them, there's some small towns, maybe, where, like, their name really does hold water there, so, like, that name on the poster would work, or whatever. <sighs> and some people, uh, we all struggle with identity and mattering, yeah. and I think some people want to matter. Whereas I say, if you come into my shows, then you probably saw me host the fucker anyway, so you know it's mine. Right. <laughs> so exactly. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's bigger than you. Exactly. And you're aware of that. And now there's, uh, and now essentially it was just the name, and I thought it was a cool word, because the first show I had was called The Sinking Ship, and then I liked the idea of Rocket. The opposite. Ooh, you know what I mean? I do. Um, and I just get a kick out of that word, because it's not a real word. Uh, but then these, all those kids uh, kind of showed up and uh, wanted to be a part of it, and help me, and help me not go crazy and then over time we were like all right well let's make the team because i stayed for like another year after i wanted to I'd, I'd love to stay in indie still okay but i wasn't let's talk about your origin real quick let's get us to the point where people are wanting to join the rocket ship team oh um, so how do you start the sinking ship show which is the kind of the flag ship we had i'll try and tell it as fast as possible yeah in indianapolis when i started in 2008 there were two clubs, Crackers and Morty's. I happened to start at Crackers. It was in my neighborhood. That's the one I started at. Mm-hmm. At that time, you could only open mic at one club or the other. And in 08, there weren't shows everywhere around through the week for you to do. Yeah. You essentially had, there was like two crummy open mics and those two club mics. And so like, all right, well, I'm a Crackers guy then. Don't ban me from whatever. So you had to pick a side. Okay. And so you had these two clubs uh, in the same city 
uh, all these comedians been doing, and none of us knew each other. Yeah. And because of the band thing. So anyway, a couple of shows came up, like a coffee shop open mic where we all got to cohabitate a bit and realize, oh, these guys are cool and funny. Right. The, these bad guys or whatever. And Okay, wait, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Jets and the Sharks. There are two comedy gangs. Okay. And you, do you feel like they're the rival gang and you don't, you don't click with these guys? Because they've um, chosen a different path than you. Automatically, yeah. We were like... Because we were told by the people in charge of Crackers. I'm banned there, by the way, so I'll talk freely about them. Awesome. We're um, going to hear more It was them that banned that. you. It was them that would ban you for doing Morty's. And they would say it was a lower brand of comedy and all this shit. And because when you start, whatever you know is your reality there. And I was like, oh, I guess it is bad. And you, all this stuff. Right. And so we picked... Anyway, over time, uh, we start hanging out. And uh, me and this other cat decided, let's start a show. So we started a show, and it was literally called, when we started it, uh, The Best of Both Rooms. Okay. Because we were going to do shows with each other. We're in, like, an apartment, by the way. That's what Yeah, you're one moment. Like, yeah. Hold on one sec. Oh, watch your... Sorry. You're good. Don't sweat it. Uh, I'm going to turn your mic. Okay. You're good. Yeah. You can just look out, look at me from the corner of your eye. Jets and sharks. There you go. Yeah. Gangs. Oh, perfect. Jets and sharks. Whatever it was, we um, best of both rooms. Thank you. And, and people so, get it. People are like, oh, Morty's and Crackers together at last. Cam O'Connor is starting this dope show. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I still wasn't uh, that yet. Okay. Um, I was a guy wearing a. You're backpack. not the god you are now. Back. Jesus, no. Okay. And I still. Come on. That's not fair. What you're doing. Ah. Uh, right <laughs> But we did that, and basically all the comics were going to hang out at the show. Yeah. And then I had a restaurant job at that point, and I actually had friends. Mm -hmm. So I could convince 15 friends and then get some restaurant people. And then there's 25 comics hanging out. Looks like a crowd. Right. And so everyone just got on board with it. And uh, actually, I would say at one point, one of the guys who managed... And at this point now, I've gotten better. I've gotten the stage... I started the show to get on stage. Okay, more, more time. And, yeah, and yeah. I was hosting because I wanted to host at Crackers. I didn't right. host a week at a comedy club until my fourth year. Okay. So that's why I'm such a prick. Um, now. Oh, so you're salty. No, I'm just like. Because you're finally no, cause it, the well, god you always thought you could be. <laughs> you and this god. Thing. Yeah, I know. I'm you got a rosary go. tattoo on your damn arm. I know. And you're calling me. Lowercase g. Okay. <laughs> Demigod. Yeah, so you're, okay, so you're kind of. All right, cool. So you're you're kind of hosting after four years. You got that. Now I'm working. I've got this okay. dope show. Cool. Got all this stuff going on. And then uh, the, we get an email one day from Crackers saying there is no penalty for performing. The band got lifted. All that shit. And so now we could just perform at every club. And I was the first Crackers guy to legally go to Morty's and do that open mic. But Morty's was chill. Morty's, Morty's was, was like, chill. do both. I don't care. But or, Crackers was. Or maybe at the time it was easier for them to just make Crackers the bad guy. Okay. You know Fair what I enough. mean? Like yeah, maybe totally. they were like, yeah, too cl but but it, it just it just it was inevitable that we were gonna hang out. Okay. Because comedy was getting bigger in indie, and we were you know. All right. So like, there had been enough like fraternizing that they're like, look, we're one scene. Yeah. Let's just make we, it. Our parents don't have to get along for us to be friends. Cool. So shows are going, things are going good, people are getting better, and uh, some what, something happens where uh, the the owner of uh, the w woman who runs Crackers found out that my show was really good. And then it was, she viewed it as, a comp, she said my show was competition. Ooh, that's and flattering. Exactly. Wow. What and night of the week was it? Sunday. They were closed. Oh, but still. She thought I was like taking, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. She, Go we, for it. That's we, good stuff. We had an uncomfortable conversation where she was like, well, I'm here just going down the street and doing shows for free and you're not helping me. And I, okay. I was like, that's a good argument, but I, I still think I'm doing a good thing. Right. A rising, so, rising tide floats all boats. Boom. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, that was my last time working at that club. That was uh, your last time at Crackers. Yeah, that, that conversation. I finished out that week. Oh, so was, you didn't try to give her the rising tide speech? You well, just no, said, the, she doesn't get it. She wouldn't and I did, and I And I don't think I did get it at the time either. I just had something to do. I just okay. had, I hadn't, I still haven't really done much with my life. So any opportunity I have, I have to, okay. Right. This is my thing. Right. And so I was like, I was on unemployment at, at the time because I got fired from my managing job. So I had all this time. So I was always hanging out at the club and then uh -huh. I could pay people to headline the room with my money. And then oh, that okay. caused me to be laid on rent at my home. Because you're dumping money into paying headliners. Yeah. 
And, okay. Uh, so but this that, is your business. This is you. And I had is understanding it, roommates. Right. And this is you at the time saying, I'm doing my own. What is the name? The Sinking Ship. This is The Sinking Ship. The Sinking Ship. It's so still you, a great bar. They just, uh, the reason the show stopped is because they were never zoned. They were never zoned for live entertainment. Uh-oh. So one day I found out we weren't allowed to do shows anymore and the stage uh-huh. is gone and blah, blah, blah. But it's still a bar. That's still where I go when I go to town. I'll go do a show in Indy mm-hmm. and I'll go to the sinking ship just because that's where my friends are. And that's. Yeah. It's your roots, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so banned from Crackers. I can't even know. To this day, I can't even do an open mic on their stage. Really? But like at, at sinking ship, basically, basically since it, So here's where the Cincinnati tie in comes. Okay. Okay. Is that. Tell people who you are. My name's Cam O'Connor. And tell them what you do here at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. At Go Bananas Comedy Club here, I run the open mic night on Wednesdays. I run the contest. and uh, that's Funniest person in Cincinnati. Funniest person in Cincinnati. We're international, uh, dude. You gotta gotcha. be specific. And that's the um, that's as much as I want to let public know. All right, right on. Okay, so get us to the Cincinnati time. Um, a lot of the headliners I was using at the sinking ship were these guys. Okay. At the time, now you started this year? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're talking about 2011, 2012 right now. Okay. And Ryan Singer, Jeff Tate, uh, Gabe Ke- Gabe's still here, but like Mike Cody, Sam Evans, Alex Stone, uh, Sally Brooks, Mike Crone, all these solid fucking comics. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. Like two hour drive just to Indy, come headline a show, make a couple of bucks. Yeah. You know, and... Then oh, enough of that. Like we got to know, cause and I would do my best. I'm not the guy that wants to go out of my way to talk to people. Hey, let's network. No, no, no. Okay. Genuine, organic. That's the way. Yeah. Um. And so it was like all of a sudden I was forced to have to talk to people. And yeah. Like, cause like oh you're on my show so now we have to talk and I guess they liked me. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, and you're then, paying them money to do exactly. a show. It's probably pretty good room. Exactly. So yeah. I didn't assume we were friends. Yeah. I just assumed they understood you know, my views on things or whatever. Anyway, and it was a great room. Yeah. The thing about the singing ship is it was like a Sunday free show and this place holds I think two fifty. Okay. Big double ceilings. And so like you couldn't just have forty people and it'd be good. Like you had to have a strong enough crowd on board with the comedy to make it so everyone else would shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because it's it was it's a hip bar. So you got all these fucking hip kids Oh, so you gotta deal with people that are just there. Yeah. Not there for the show. But over time, it became unstoppable. Like, their Sundays before my show, they said it was like a $600 day. And okay. after my show, it was 3000 4000 5000 6000 Dang. So you've, how long did it take to, like, build this empire? Uh, not an empire, but it just took, uh, I don't remember when it clicked, but we just booked certain key people and, and certain... You know, people people thinking something's cool does a lot for the thing. For sure. And I think, you make it a thing, man. Yeah. You make and, it a thing. Like, and I was not going to be fine. Like, I worked too hard. I was in there hanging lights. I'd come in early, move tables just so. And so if you came to my show and I'm watching, I'm paying this guy. I got this whole show going great. We got a whole bar paying attention. And you're running your mouth? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk. Because I don't know why the fuck you don't understand what's going on here. Oh man! <laughs> you're so you're ruining. taking it upon yourself to make this good, yeah. make this an enjoyable experience. And the staff was on board a lot with of the, you these, with the yeah. show. They enjoyed the show, so they, the bartenders, they would. You guys have to shut up, yeah, because this happens. We're paying because eventually I stopped paying, and they gave me a budget, right? So every month I was taken care of, and I could pay everybody what I wanted. Yeah, posters, candles, all that shit. Um, because you've made this awesome brand for the bar. Everything, yeah. So tell us about, I kind of want to know about you trying, like, policing people into shutting up during the show. Um, How often did you run into anything? Or were you just, did people just respect it when you came by and you said, hey, could you uh, STFU? People, I mean, I got myself into a, I never got hit or anything. Okay. You're kind of spooky. You and seem people like people don't you understand could. why people directly communicate. Like it scares people these days. Yeah, we talk indirectly on the phones, or uh, you know what I mean. And kind of. And and, and uh, say you and I got in some sort of disagreement. The first thing we would both do was go vent to someone about that. Yeah. Now that person establishes an opinion on the subject, and then well, I heard Cam's being a dick to Joey. Oh, oh fuck. Whereas if you just go, hey man, I didn't dig that, or you know, just let like it's going to be uncomfortable either way. So I don't know why we can't just... Oh, rather, we have to involve other people for some reason. Because we're afraid of being like... But scary here. It, dude, it, it is. I'll it, say that. I mean, even for me, too. If I do have a problem with someone, 
I try to keep it to myself, you know, but a lot of times I'll just leak it out, just talk some shit. Maybe if you guys had met me in my teens and 20s, I was a real pussy. Really? And I really played the little roles in my groups and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, all right, no. well, this one talks down to me and I play. You know what I, uh, oh. I don't know. You were I was on, a mess. Okay. That was, you didn't like being in that role of kind of. Yeah, I lived in India and had some friends and uh, it was going whatever. And then I remember something like a breakup or something. And then I moved to Atlanta. Like, we're going to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, was, I was gone pretty much by myself for a year. I didn't make any friends. I made one friend in Atlanta. He's still my friend. But we're Why friends. Atlanta, by the way? Uh, I had a friend there that uh, had bought a condo, convinced me to rent the room. Okay. Um, to get over the broken heart? Yeah, and just he didn't want to be alone. Yeah, okay. Um, but the, anyway, I, I came back, and I was I came back from that. I moved back to Indy, mm-hmm. you know, where the heart is, and I'm running into the same, same friends, and I'm noticing these same behaviors that the way they're treating me. Yeah. And my head's going... Oh, you don't put up with this shit anymore, though. Because you changed. I don't know. I didn't know, okay. you know, but all of a sudden I was like, no, I stand up for myself. I don't, I don't go around fucking shoving people. I'm just, I'm not trying to pick up. Like if you're giant and strong, I'm probably going to give you a little leeway, Right. but we can talk too. Yeah. I can make, I'm pretty good at this and I'm not here to, I don't know. I don't like arguing. I like getting it out though. Right. You're, not, you're just not going to be pushed around. You can't just be, you can't just pick on me all the time. I'm going right. to stand up for myself. I think people get comfortable with having a person in the friend group that's kind of the like punching bag. The patsy, yeah. Yeah, and then when and then when the, I was never that, but or do you know what I mean? But or, yeah, I don't know. But people I know just those like kids. Shitting and on those are the, the toughest time. people you know usually. Like up, it's like how do they roll with that much shit talking from people that like just meet them? They're like, oh, we just make fun of that guy, right? And the guy's just like, yep, life's all right. At least they like me. <laughs> Dude, that's, talking. A, that's a miserable existence, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's happy in that role. No. You weren't. No. You know? No. All so. right. So let's, uh, we can maybe go back there, but let's kick it back to you get back from Atlanta and you're not, uh, you're, you're a tough guy now. Not tough guy. Just mentally tough. Yeah. Mentally tough. Mentally tough. Yeah. And, uh, I think about a year after that is when I started stand up. Okay. And then kind of moved around and started the show and it just kind of goes real fast. Yeah. It goes real fucking fast. Yeah. Real fast. And a lot of times I stop and I'm like, man, have you got some shit done back there? That's awesome. But then, okay, so the ship ends and then I'm running all these other, starting, starting to show it dies, starting other, you know what I mean? Trying to start shows. Yeah. Okay. Because the sinking ship is now. I made a Facebook page for this rocket ship bullshit. I got to run shows. And now the ship. If you made a Facebook page, you now are committed. Grind. Grind. It's your life. Um, Or for example, basically. Yeah. It was like, I put my balls out there, you know. So we worked and people were on board. And there was little, uh, there were people that would, brand new to comedy, that would come to shows that had a 10-man turnout. Yeah. It's like, I'll remember you, you little shit. And now that's one of the people that runs my shows. Little Joe Fitzpatrick. Um, I met. Uh, miss, I started the show. The show we had was called Sabbatical, is where we ended up moving the sinking ship to. Okay. And that was a, a, a way different, kind of a crummy building, crummy venue, a lot of drunks there. Yeah. Uh, it could be a rough show, it could be a bad show. They weren't making any money, so the budget was. Ugh. So I'm inviting the same comics to town, but I'm not able to pay them. Like, yeah. So anyway, so that happened. But that was when I was all restless. I booked a couple independent. I got invited on a, 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 a tour. In January 2013, still at the sinking ship. Okay. Where uh, Ryan Singer and Jared Harris, you probably haven't seen Jared yet. Seen Ryan, Ryan Singer, we know, every, people should know Ryan Singer. Yeah, they're yeah. getting there. Yeah. You're good. On Marin. Show, showtime, boys. Looking uh, good, got guys. Got a couple comedy gladiators going out the yep. door here. Yep. Looking sharp. <laughs> um, but I got to do a month on tour. With, okay, cool. With those two dudes and uh, Jared's girlfriend, Lace Larrabee. Nice. Atlanta comedian. So it was us four in a car for an entire month. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of scenes. I saw about 27 different comedy scenes. Yeah. And then I came back to India and I was like, wow, it is not like that. This is not how it is, guys. And so then I started being a real hard on about uh, caring about one another and uplifting each other and uh, taking an interest in each other's success and going to shows you're not on and things like that. And I was able to talk like that because I had a dope show. Right. Do you want to come do my show here? You know what I mean? Like, just hear me out. Yeah. Or whatever. Because I just, I think I learned a lot in that month. Like, mostly it was like, as funny as you are, that's fine. But like, the way you carry yourself will will do more. Like, there's everyone's funny. 
Right. Everyone's fucking funny. There's thousands of fucking comedians. When we started, every show was booked. Yeah. When you started, every why should we, why should anyone get out of our way? Right. Um. So and it's like well do you, and and then I I behaved well on that tour so I met so I was able to parlay those connections into hey will you give me a shot I'm yeah coming, I'm bringing some buddies let us come through right and and then uh, we did good enough that we can we're welcome back again yeah do you know what I'm saying so it's I not do just, you're you're just being being a good person is being a good businessman being nice and people liking Cam O'Connor mm-hmm. opens up doors yeah 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 just, being I just, a the word, I just don't think anyone could call me a businessman i don't know if you want to call yourself a businessman but they do (laughs) i think you're building infrastructure to possibly make money everything should be the point is the basically the point there's so much to say i just talk all day in a circle about all this shit but you're doing a good job of keeping me on the timeline yeah this is exhausting (laughs) i'm kidding tell keep talking (laughs) but um i mean there's something to be said for Having a, a feeling that, yeah, I'm clearly doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't, I, I wear myself out and I get kind of whiny and bent out of shape because it seems like every communication I get these days is someone needing something yeah. or someone wanting something. And, uh, but it works on me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No. I like, I need, what do you I, mean? like, I like being needed. Oh, you like it. Yeah. You like being the prettiest girl. At the bar. I'm having a hard time saying no to... So I take on too much. Yeah. And and then I'm just fucking broken. Right. Um, and I just kind of sleep for two days. I don't know. It's... But I'm happy with everything. It's just, it's just hard to remember that while you're in the work. Yeah. So... Yeah, totally. So that's that, what I mean. Do I ever look miserable at those open mics? If I'm at one of those shitty open mics, I'm probably the happiest guy there. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't even call them shitty. You know what I mean. I do. I do. It's a a terrible word, but everyone knows exactly what I mean. Yeah. You gotta, you have to like grow to love the charm. And, and get tougher and get used to fucking no one caring. And, oh, the first five guys, there was a good crowd and everybody killed. Now those five guys are outside smoking and there's no one in here to laugh at me or whatever like those sorts of situations or maybe I'm in the back a little too popped and I'm talking a little too loud things like that right you you should I mean I think this is a good time to tell you you're very loud (laughs) and people are uncomfortable yeah you ruin shows but nobody wants to say anything because they're scared of you thank you they shouldn't be scared of me I need to quiet down no I'm I'm that that was entirely a joke Cam is crying and I feel really bad entirely a joke they said you were a good interviewer no surprise I suck I'm mean you you, you play yourself together we're not done here alright okay I have something to say alright before we get too derailed I think you have to there's let's call them shitty in parentheses open mics I always have a lot of fun but you have to realize when you go and you're the 17th to go and there's just like two dudes on their phone you have to be like, well, I'm here to have fun. How could I possibly make this fun for me? You have to change the script now. Oh, All right. I was going to do my joke these five minutes. Well, it's not going to do that. You're no. going to hate yourself and those jokes. Right. So you may as well just change the energy in some way yeah. or whatever. Just I don't know. Just talk. Yeah. Or do, and that's... And that it doesn't always have to be funny. It's, it's, I, I, I had a hard time forgiving myself for any moment I wasn't getting a laugh. Really? Well, you know, while you're starting, you have to be funny, be funny, be funny, make an announcement, still trying to be funny. Yeah. But like, it's like, okay, it's okay to chill for a second. It's okay. I, Watch, you're going to see a show tonight and you're going to understand exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Stuart Huff. I know Stuart Huff. Yeah. But, I've seen him. Uh, he's like big laugh guy. Yeah, he's half. All right, we'll see. He's we'll 60% see. comedy, I would say. Okay, check out Stuart Huff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, here's what I do think. I think you're... Even when I see you sometimes kind of get up, like, let's say at that, like, chameleon show or something, you're not, even if you're like, oh, I don't have, like, a full, like, five minutes prepared, mm-hmm. you're just kind of up there being you and having fun, and I think if you're funny, you're going to get laughs. And I've, I've, I hung myself out to dry a few years back because I hated all my jokes, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing those anymore. And so I would just talk about the week, and I sucked at it a lot. Right. But because everything's reps, you got to get your brain open in that way or whatever. And 
I'm still, I mean, I'm still, I still do my fucking material. It's mostly material based, but I like mm-hmm. to let it, it can breathe. we can tail off. Sometimes yeah. I do have to ask the crowd, what joke was I in the middle of before this? <laughs> I think that's okay. Yeah, it is. Cause that's me. I think that's the best thing. I don't, I don't even, I mean, okay, it's you, but at the same time, I think that's a necessary skill to have to just mm. be like, oh, they're la- I'm going to go in this direction and trust myself because I know I'm funny. Yeah. I'm a funny person. Yeah. I think when you run into trouble is when people get scared or they get angry on stage because the crowd is kind of challenging them into thinking that they're not funny. Yeah. And it's ugly. Yeah. It's like, it's nobody wants to see that. It's awful. Yeah. No so, one wants to feel that. No, dude. <laughs> Yeah, even been like, there. I felt all that. You know what I mean. I've had the oh, shitty yeah. sets. I was you know, all of it, man. I have uh, had some very humiliating fucking shows. Oh you know? man, yeah, indeed. I've as I mean, I haven't really been doing that long, but man, yeah, it doesn't take long, does it? Doesn't take long. <laughs> I'd say one time. The, the best is when you run into those people that they're like, "Oh, I did stand up once. It went really. It was like, yeah, I was pretty good at it." And I'm like, "Oh man, second time." Time number two is going to break your... I think if you do it the first time, you go out with these expectations that you're going to do pretty badly. Right. Okay? You try to set your you know, your expectation low, but if you do well the first time or you think you did, the second time is going to burn. Yeah, dude. That's well put. Yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I was probably 45% good my first time. Okay. You know, like there That's were pretty laughs. good. There were laughs, but it was like, Ugh. Right. So I took some time off. I was like, okay, this is a real thing. This isn't just... Right. Like, if we, you know, we all think we're so fucking funny when we yeah. start. Oh, oh wait, yeah. Oh, wait till they see me. And then you're right. like, oh, there's this is a thing. This is hard. Yeah, this, this is work. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is... I think that is the ultimate, like... Like, oh, I'm just going to go out there, like, talk about rednecks and homeless people for a little bit. Current events, dog. Yeah. Like, Trump, easy. (laughs) 20 minutes. Like, no. You're, and then you run into that. Yeah, you can talk that long. Right. But they won't laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know what you mean, but I think, sorry, back to you. Back to you. I like the, this is going here. Yeah. I like all of this. Yeah. Well, we won't go too far back. Because you're new, but you, you've, uh, you hit it right. You doing comedy right? Because I was like, I would pretty much was the one that asked you to come sign up for Go Bananas or something. Or it was Alec Caro maybe. Yeah. But either way, like it was like like you didn't even give a shit. Like you, because like how how much fun was that that night? Oh, it was awesome. But because all you had done is all these other uh, not ideal rooms. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Where you I have do. to deal with these things, and you grow up. The, you started out with thicker skin than most comics who start at a club. Okay. You start at just a club. You're seeing the easiest, most optimal conditions possible. And then you go do Chameleon. And it's like, that's why you hear people sh- like, right. oh, you didn't like that joke. You didn't like that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the next one. Right. Because like they're, they're used to everything getting a laugh here if it works. Or they're whatever. used to that rhythm of like, here's where you laugh. But yours was like, you know you know the, you know know how great this club is because you did all those. And then you were like, oh my God, this is a Wednesday. Right. <laughs> like, they listen. Right. To ever, they're like quiet. <laughs> yeah. Like could hear a pin drop. And the laughs go, can't go anywhere. You got that dope ceiling. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's uh, it's softball. I think Rand said that, and I'm like, dude, it is. It mm-hmm. really. But I remember you came to a show you weren't on, and you just sat and watched. And that didn't. That was. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see what it was all about. Boy. I wanted to see what um, who the pitcher was. You know. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good show. Yeah. Go to Go Bananas on any Wednesday for the pro am. Go to Go Bananas anytime. Just go hang out. Just move go some hang mulch. out. Come, come yeah. move some mulch. They need the help. Cut some grass. Pick up some trash. Yeah. Feed the kitties. Feed the kitties. There's there's cats? Stay the hell out of my house. Yeah, don't don't come in the apartment. <laughs> just leave them alone. There is none. No. There's no, there's no, what, are you, what are you talking about? Get out of here. No one lives here. Get. Um, shit, dude. You derailed me. No, no. We're good. I think we're doing all right. Um, yeah. Okay. I think, I, re- I think, okay, here's, I started... To make, let's make it about me. I'm fine with that. All right. I I started doing comedy in Cincinnati mm-hmm. at Motor, Motormouth Ooh, on oh, Tuesdays. So you mean doing the upstairs mic? Doing the upstairs mic on wow, Tuesdays. Wow, that's miserable. It's, and it's, people aren't there for comedy. People Ooh. aren't there to laugh. They're there to pretty much hang out, maybe hear someone play some singer-songwriter Get stuff. Get laid. Get laid. They're, you know yeah. what I mean? They're just, yeah. they're not there for a show, no. you know? So I would do. That was the only mic wow, I knew of. That's all right? good stuff, dude. And it was. You that wanted was to it. do comedy, and you found it. You were like, "All right, yeah, fuck yeah." And I was like, "All right, well, this is it. This is so." I think I spent a lot of time writing because I was like, "Man, 
how bad does it suck when I go up there and I finish a punchline and I get nothing? Yeah. So I think that's really, I mean, that's where you get the skin, dude. I think mm. even now, I don't go there very often, but I should go there more. Maybe. Yeah, I, There is not all stage time's good stage time. You know what, though? I agree with that. But you I will say, Motormouth is regardless well, of the that's not crowd. Motormouth for the record. Oh, am I that saying? Motor Motorwriter's Open Night. Mic. I, I'm yeah, so sorry. Motor Motormouth is the uh, Tuesday show. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Motormouth is the Tuesday show. Go see it. Showcase it's in the basement. It's great. Yep, go to that. And then go upstairs and watch this misery we're describing. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> go to that and... Whew. Oh man, you can just you can you can take your shirt and squeeze it, man. You can take misery and oh, just drip right out of there. It's misery man. juice, man. It's gross. It's but at the same time, cool place too. Yeah, and it's that's the I thing. Really, I gotta get more coffee. Do it. Can I do it real fast? Yeah, go for it, man. Go nuts. Do you need more? Uh, if you got it, man, I'll take it. Sorry, I, it was. I'm, yeah, no, yeah. Thanks, man. I guess we're at, we're close. You know, what are we at? Thirty, forty? Yeah, probably. I don't even know. Yeah, you doesn't do. matter, man. It ends when it ends hippie shit um where we at okay uh back to this okay no 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 we're not done with you yet okay so that was where i was like i got so used to going in there and just eating piles of my own shit oh that's where i saw you i saw you at cincy by the slice you sat in the very fucking front the whole night yeah i usually sit in the front yeah god damn man you're poster child for loving stand-up comedy I, I, that's, dude, you know what's funny? You know what I'm gonna say? What? Don't love stand-up comedy. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. Sure. You wouldn't sit through fucking open mics in the front row. Like, you wouldn't, I'm sorry, you have to, you're either in or not. It's me? Okay, here's what it is. You're more in than most of these months. Uh, prop, here's what I am into. I'm into supporting the people that hung around to watch my shitty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think I owe them the respect of hanging out and giving them feedback. Maybe I don't laugh. Probably don't laugh. I don't laugh much, Don't fake man. it. Yeah, fuck no, that. Helps yeah. nothing. Exactly. So I'm trying to be there and just give them the feedback that they need for their jokes. Yeah. So I'll sit in the front, because sometimes people sit in the back. I'm like, why not just sit in the front? I'm not going to talk, you know? I'm not hanging out, so why not just like sit in the front? What do you do Monday nights? Um, Like rakes in. Okay. You need to go to India and do our open mic. Dude, I talked to my buddy about it. Who's that? I, uh, he lives in Indy. He's been on the show. Dan Remington. But, I saw the name. I saw that. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's, oh, well, there uh, you go. What? He does comedy? No. No, but it's an open mic on Mondays, right? The best. Okay. I've I've heard things. I've heard people talk about it's ours. it. ours. Yeah. For I've right. heard. Dude, I know. I looked it up. I was like, dude, I know. Someone has told me that Cam O'Connor no, run no, a chip no, comedy. No, I didn't do that. Okay. That's, that's I mean, they run that room. I did I heard, not. Okay. Here's what I, I they heard. They did all of it. I heard that you... You say, when you're in that room, don't you dare get out your phone or start talking. That's their rules, yeah. Yeah. You do not talk. You do not put your fucking... There's plenty of places to go outside of the show to do that. Right. Just leave the fucking room. Right. That's their phrase. Leave the fucking room. I respect that so much, man. Because how are we going to... Their logic is they wrote a little uh, uh, article and they were like, well, I mean, why should... The crowd doesn't know who the comics are. Right. So if they just see people talking, they're like, oh, we can talk or whatever. And it's yeah. like, you need our jokes. We're trying to work on jokes in front of people. You need to pay attention to the whole thing. Right. We can't. Otherwise, you don't laugh. These people don't laugh because they're not paying attention. Now, I think the joke sucks. Right. Or whatever. You're, things like that. It so just kills just, any sort of you're doing it for the feedback. And, and you don't have to do our show. You don't have to do you our can show. Leave. It's no fine. One, but here are the rules. Play by the rules. Or GTFO. Because, and it falls under, I mean, be funny and, and carry yourself right. Yeah. Don't, don't, I mean, your your name shouldn't be mentioned in anything but like, you're a comedy. It shouldn't be like, oh, did you hear who dude's fucking around with? Or, yeah. who ran over that, you know, like, yeah. having shit talk in your, like, yeah. things you've done that aren't good. Right. You know? Totally. I think, and that's it, man. I think you, be be a good person. I think you can be a good artist, okay? But you're not going to get anywhere if you're not considerate of other people. Well, some people are so goddamn talented that they'll never have to learn how to yeah, be a good person. Yeah, but I'm not. But I don't think we know any of them. I don't. <laughs> no, I know none. There's not some comedy. There. LeBron James. 
Okay, yeah. He can shit on whoever he wants to. Yeah. If you're not LeBron... I'm talking about creative people, though. All right. Like some um, people with a good family background with lots of money, and then they can just make art and go make mistakes, and then, like, something happens, so, like, they, they've been a dick to everybody, but everybody's just like, yeah, but they're going to make it. So John Mayer. Okay. I've you never love, met him. He's I'm a talented dumb. dude. Great guitar player. Exactly. But I've heard he's a dick, and that's okay, because he's John Mayer, hey, and he can be. That's around. fine. Most of us hate you anyway. It's yeah. Okay. If, I, if I met him and he was nice to me, I'd be like, John, you can be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like... You've earned that. You can afford that, man. Please. I've, I'll, I'll listen to Gravity right now, and just it'll erase all of the meanness. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer. Yeah. I've heard. I don't know. So... I'm going to bring it back to me now. Do it. Cincinnati, um, while I'm... Ba- okay, so I'm doing all those shows, running all those shows. I work nowhere in Indianapolis. No one's, no clubs are booking me. Indiana or Bloomington, no one books me. So I'm like, but I'm always coming here. I'm booked here all the time. I was hosting. Because you're living in Indy, though. Right. But I would always come here to do the open mic. I would always come here to do, like, motor mouth. I would come here yeah. to host a week. And these fuckers all liked me. And we're nice. I wasn't in charge of shit here. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I was just yeah. a comic. And they they met me as a comic. In Indianapolis, they all knew me as showrunner guy. Showrunner, showrunner. Mm. Hosts every Sunday. We watch them eat shit up front every week. So I, thought, I don't think they could get that image of me sucking out of their head. Yeah. You were like, oh, Cam, kind of, no, he sucks. He's more of like a showrunner type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to separate from that. Yeah. And so coming here... Um, just it was every time I, w- I would drive here and on the way back I'm just because you're doing the shows and you're meeting everybody and you're hanging out with all these great dudes and gals like yeah. good good comedy scene here right and and then when you're leaving you're driving back to Indianapolis and you're just like why am I not treated like this there right why don't they like these people fucking adore me <laughs> that's yeah I come come home and it's like uh, can't get no respect the dude. bad guy what isn't that the story though it's isn't that kind weird. of most people they're not respected in their hometown oh fair enough jesus christ jesus that, of nazareth that's why i had to leave though yeah i think so because people see you they kind of you kind of have a re a new identity in cincinnati as like a good comedian well i was just hopefully just gonna do comedy here but i ended up gabe was uh leaving the pro-am after five years gabe kia yeah, yeah. and he found out I was moving, so I took over. And, well, you know how I feel about opportunities. Yep. So I can't not do it. And so it works out good. I th- I'm glad it's me. Yeah. And not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, you're wearing yourself out, but you are the right guy, I think. Yeah. So that's right. I don't really waver too much on that. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm doing this. Right. Of course I'm. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, this is where, yeah, it's, you can't leave a spot like that open to someone that's like a dirtbag. And yeah, who knows? I have no idea who would have taken over if not me. Yeah. And Gabe Key is a good guy, too, so he handed over to... Great man. Yeah. And taught me a lot. Check and out Gabe Key at Comedy. He knows a lot of... He just knows a lot about comedy, man. And he's... You know? Yeah. And it's good to hear his, his words on it. Yeah, man. Gabriel Kia. Yeah. So that's the... Uh... So that's why I live. So now we're here, and now I just... Like, I mean, I have this role where it's some sort of a leadership role. I understand that. Yeah. But I don't ever, if I'm at those mics with you guys, I don't think I'm ever, I'm never there to scout talent. Right. I'm never there to, oh, that was bad. I'm there to do what I can to help. Now, I I am, I do get excited. I've watched a lot of fucking comedy shows now in in my my life. So, like, it's hard for me to watch a whole show. So, like, I'll probably run around and giggle with the the guys a little bit and then come back to the room, sit down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't. I don't know. Whenever a chameleon last, whenever it was last week, I think I did like yeah, I did like three minutes. Yeah, I had those jokes, and I was like, well, f- and I looked at listen, I was like, oh, two jokes that work. Let's have a good night. Yeah, there's forty more comics. Let's right. Get out of Let's here. move it. Um, but I just don't want. I don't know how it's how it's perceived, but I'm just there to be one of the dudes on those nights. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Let's explain that situation. Okay, and what you're kind of co- like talking about is Cam is kind of booking these guys that are doing this open mic, not at the club. <laughs> right. So it's kind of, people may think that you're kind of there talent scouting. Or they make it bigger than it is that I'm Right, there. they're like, oh, Cam's here. Who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> so they're just kind of like, oh, Cam's here. I better like well, he change my too. set. Right. Right, because, you know, he's the guy that can, you know. Or that this set will uh, either make or break you. Or, right. Uh, come on. Right, but in reality, but at the same time, though, man, 
in reality, you're there to just hang out, have fun. Because I should be there. Yeah, you're if just I like... If I can be there, I should be there. Yes, to support people. Do no, some, to do comedy. Oh, just to get some reps if in. If I'm a fucking comic... Okay. Go do comedy. Right. But people are like, you're just there to, you know, lift, let's say, you know, lift your comedy weights. Uh, and yeah. people think you're there to look at them lift their comedy weights. Right. But in reality, you're like, no, nah, dude, I got, like, I'm, I got my own thing. I do this. Right. This why I give a shit. Why do you think I care so much? Right. About, like, non-comics, they're never going to care as much as a comic. Wait, explain that. About the comedy side of things. I'll just say, okay, this club's been here. Go Bananas has been here 25 years, I believe. Okay. Crackers in, in Indianapolis has been there like 35 years. Yeah. That's, that, those people in charge don't like comedy. Dude, I wouldn't doubt it. Mikey likes comedy. He does. Mikey's jaded and burnt. He's done it a long time, so it's not as exciting to him anymore. But that motherfucker loves stand-up comedy. Okay, Mikey runs Go Mikey, Bananas. Yeah, Mikey yeah. Kurtz is in charge of Go Bananas. Okay. Um, and it's like... You know what I mean? Like you, you should love what you do. Yeah. So like Mikey, Mikey. Okay, we booked, we booked a, uh, we had Sean Patton come through town to do a one nighter at Northside Yacht Club. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Mikey was at the show. Yeah. That woman would never come to a fucking show just to watch a comedy show. The cracker the woman yeah, who runs crackers. That whore Ruth Ann. Boom. I'm never gonna work for her. I, yeah, I love never, it, and I'm not never, gonna edit that out. I give up. I give up. I tried. They fucking don't fucking like me. So, uh, what what can you do about that? Nothing. I haven't. Boy, I've wanted to talk shit about them a lot for the years, but but all I can just get my jabs in. There you go. And no one since I got banned there and all these things happened. No one, no one in comedy that I respect really uh, has come to her defense. <laughs> that's what them, happens. Yeah. That's what that's what going back. This is crackers in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um. Going back to awful being woman. awful woman. Oh. Say her name again. What was her name? Martha? Ruth Ann something. Ruth Ann something. And like there's people, because there's folks that have been doing my shows for years, but because they work her club, I cannot announce them. So I had people headlining my show that were great but yeah. because they work her club and I didn't want to get them in trouble. Secret headliner. Ooh. And oh, so man. Like, because she's so vindictive that she'll fucking take weeks of work away from a comic for doing a show like that. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, she's. But you know what? Again, I haven't done her job that way and that for that long. And maybe, maybe it warps your brain a little bit. You know, I bet it does, man. Because she I bet she started made, out good. She should have made me her ally. Oh, this guy's running these shows. We could learn a thing. We, she could even claim my work. Yeah. Look what I I made him, but she right. didn't. She fucked up, and I became like this weird, yeah, vagabond that really answers to no one. Yeah. It was way better. Because I was working, when I got banned from there, Alex Stone was featuring that week. And I was hosting. And I was I was as sad as, I was like, oh, I'm bummed out. And he goes, well, she can't stop you from doing comedy. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just, because I felt legitimate because I was hosting at that club. And yeah. I started, I was one of the guys. I could sway around there and do the open mic. They'd always put me up. And all uh -huh. of a sudden, nothing. I'm just like, oh, I'm no one again. No, no, no. Just go do comedy, Cam. Right. And so uh, that was important. I mean, here I am mentioning it however many years later. Like, yeah, totally. Uh, so I just did comedy. And I didn't, I didn't uh, get vindictive and revenge-minded or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I was going to put everything I had into my show after that. I was like, all right, well, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going. Dude, and that's, I think you got to use that as fuel. Any sort of uh, just, like, whatever negative energy you get from someone or an interaction, channel it. Yeah, use it. Make a doper show. Break pants. Break dance, pull out <laughs> some cardboards, and break dance your pain away. Hey, what's up, guys? I brought my own linoleum today. You did. Let's boogie. Yeah. I think, but, okay, and also, to your point, she doesn't make, you don't become a better business person making enemies. Right. It doesn't, like, maybe you can kind of drop someone off, but don't, making an enemy and being like, nah. This is where, you know, you're out of here because you worked over there. Right. You're just, you're not, that isn't going to make your brand better. No. It, it, it's eventually that's all that people talk about is you not being a good person. Yeah. And you, I mean, we're talking about like taking a week of work away from a comedian has taken like money away. From, like he, this person, he or she planned this week of time. They right. will be in this place and they will make this much dollars and... And you just take that after it's on the books because of 
because you're threatened you're by a, a bar show. Yeah. Like your job, the comedian's job is not to get people to the club. The comedian's job is to be funny enough where you can sell them to people. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I think at I know this what you're club, saying. Mikey brings people. I mean, if Mikey books a headliner, the headliner is expected to tweet about the show or yeah. put it on their website or whatever. But it's our job to get fucking people here. Okay. You know what I mean? That's the that's the responsibility of the club. Yeah, is to, I think any at least in my realm of my promote my wife shows, I was like, well, they'd be like. I mean, it's my job to get people to the show to see you. Yeah, you're also a booker, though, and a good guy. So you're kind of doing that, and you're taking the responsibility on yourself. You know? So yeah. I think a lot of clubs would probably so maybe be I'm like... wrong. <laughs> a little bit. I'm That's, saying, you're not... Maybe you're not... Dude, it's up to your interpretation of what the nothing, responsibility of the club is, but... Nothing in, in comedy is black and white. Yeah. It's all fucking gray, and there is no rules, or are no rules. I speak poorly. I speak, I say the wrong words all the time, so you're in good company. I just don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're, I know we're I'm dummies. Smart. I know I'm smart. I'm a dummy. I don't need, no, you're I've not. I've given up. You're I'm a just dummy. a guy that says wrong words. But, I, it, no, I wanted to say, to your point, though, it doesn't, it, it transcends, like, black and white, because it's, you're a guy, all you really want is people to come out to the show. All right? So you're taking responsibility on you to give the comic, who you like, a good show. And you're like, yeah, maybe tweet it. Maybe, you know, do your own part. Maybe. But you know what? I'm taking upon me to give you a good show. Because I have faith in you to give the people that I bring in a good show. Exactly. And I think that tr- that goes into any sort of business, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, if you're selling it. I always say it like a hamburger. Yeah. All right. Cook a good That's burger great. and bring people in. I was, but I was talking about myself and self-promotion. I said I didn't ever want to sell people an uncooked hamburger. That's good. Oh, why don't you have a website? Oh, because uh, I have seven minutes of stand-up comedy. Right. What, what the fuck am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I have a website. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. I, w- I should. Everyone should. Don't yeah. look at it that way. But I'm just saying, like, it's just that self-promotion thing. Oh, yeah. I just I just didn't. What am I going right. to get some opportunity that I'm not ready for? Dude, I, I know, and I did I did do the same thing. Because I do have a website now, and mm-hmm. I have like a couple little dates on it and stuff, just mm-hmm. to kind of look so what? legit. There's nothing and, wrong with it. Right, and I'm just trying to, you know, and if someone comes out, and I'm doing a show, and they come to it, <laughs> I'm going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to be good, be so funny. like, yeah, come out. I don't care. Word. But it does, if anything, I'm building a website for the job I want. Ah, uh, well played. So if they and see it. And now that's it, taken care of. Right. And as you keep developing and right. getting better, then, all right, cool, just update it. Update it. You yeah. already have the infrastructure to be a success. Yeah. Even See, I just put all my shit into that rocket ship. Rocket ship comedy, that website is beautiful. I just do the anecdotal experience. Can I, I, name, I should name them. Yeah, The go people for that run the shows. Plug them. Uh, Jordan Matherlicht and Alex Prashadko run the Monday show. That's a Monday open mic. Leslie, wait, yeah, Leslie Dinsmore and Joe Fitzpatrick are the ones that help oversee everything and kind of intertwine. They also run a lot of other projects um, in the city and that, like improv and the comedy festival, all this oh, awesome. shit. Uh, and then Sam Griswold and uh, his girlfriend, Pauline. Uh, Sam runs the Sundays, the Sunday showcase. We have a free showcase every Sunday. And Pauline, I, I because we brought up the website is why I bring this yeah. up. She uh, she does some stand up. She does performance. She does like uh, sketch comedy. She she's a belly dancer. She's a photographer. Mm-hmm. She 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 wanted to be on board and help. And she would just start taking pictures at all of our shows. She ended up just going. I I'm gonna redo the website. Can yeah. I get the codes? And then she made this beautiful fucking website. She's in the rocket. If you have a Facebook page, you have multiple administrators. Yep. Any post, it shows who made that post. Right. If I look right now, every post is Pauline. Made the event, made a picture, yeah. did a thing, did a thing. And it's like, um, she's a secret weapon, man. She came out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's, You know what I mean? Like, Dude, businesswoman. She boy, sounds like a businesswoman she's to me. Hard. She's tough as nails. Yeah. And we're, get, we're working on uh, getting her more comfortable speaking up. In like on a stage or no about concerns in the group just influence Speak in up. the hey, group. Hey, what do you see not happening that needs to happen or whatever? Oh yeah, it's well, like well I don't want to. Let's hear it. Yeah, direct communication. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's I can hear, take it if it's right. me. I can take it. So let's. Well, especially if it's someone like that where you're like, well, you clearly care. Yeah, and you're doing big things, and making us bigger yeah, than we are. And, exactly. So like, help. 
You yeah. have good insight. Or like eventually someone takes over your role because you move on. So how about we set up the system that you just t- train them? But yeah. like the point is you, we need to sort out how it's better for you or what have you. Yeah. You know, you know what you just described? What's that? A business. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but you, you're a businessman, dude. <sighs> All right. And your brand is rocket ship comedy, man. And that's what you're doing. And then you're seeing a good employee. Boy. Employee. No, you know what? Pay. Well, Business she's the only partner. one we pay. She's the only one we pay. Oh, you pay her? Well, we don't. No, no, no. She doesn't get like like, like a regular pay. But like when a show, when there's surplus on a show. We yeah. Just, All right, Pauline. You cut her in. Just give her money. Yeah, because it's she's doing well and you don't want to see her go. You value her. And I, and yeah, she needs to understand that we don't have much to give. But here. And then at the right. same time, you have no responsive like you do these things but nowhere was i like you have to do that right so if you just scale it back it'll be still be fine right <laughs> someone will make totally like, so i want her i don't want her to feel like she has to or any of them yeah any of them joe leslie i don't want i hate that that's why i picked many people because i wore myself out by myself doing everything right and then it's like no no you guys just yeah so if someone has something to do i mean you know and with anything, there's always adjustments and learning. But I just, yeah. I think they, I think they understand me, and they understand that I, I like them and care about them. Yeah, and I'm very thankful for them. It's a family, man. It's something. It's something to be gone for a year, and then come back, and then see shows, and go to. I, they didn't know I was coming, and I yeah. came into the spot, and just they're, they're nailing it. You know what I mean? They run dude. the shows, and people come. Like people still come that like are my friends. And I'm like, what do you? You just come to these? I, fuck. Like, it's right. nice. So they're keeping it going. And I mean, we got a lot. Indy's good. Yeah, we got to be. I mean, I just want to make sure I'm running out of memory. That's what all I want. I don't want to. Yeah, we're not okay. really. But uh, yeah, no, I'll just cut that out. But I do want to say, man, the things you're describing is really you're like describing the family business. You're like a dad. Because you're a dad <laughs> and you go back to see your children and you're like, oh, I left to do a different thing and you guys are like making me proud yeah I'm like old man and then they come here and they visit me yeah we put them on shows and they're like hey Cam yeah but the thing is I've been calling them the kids and the, but like I I want to get away from that why because it's condescending or something I or? think so I think it could be perceived as such mm. I mean so, if you say it in love no one cares man yeah, you're a but good I guy do. but if I want to yeah, for sure. If you're trying to be like, hey, no, you guys are like... Legit. Yeah. Like, you guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I would never want you to think that I look down on you. I'm like, you're message so the kids. Because right. it's cute. It is. It's cute. It is. And you're Cam. And you're, and you're Cam. You're daddy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man. This has been awesome. Plug all the stuff, dude. Yeah. Plug it. Oh, GoBananasComedyClub.com. There you go. RocketshipComedy.net. Dot net couldn't get that dot com had it dude who owned our domain was a maniac so we had to go dot net so dot coms automatically go to dot net though oh does redirects oh cool there you go dot nets are hot yeah um it is what it is uh what else i have no i have no plug just uh go 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 see comedy shows cool and uh love your brother love your sister yeah and if you love your brother there used to be a sister <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, man. This yeah, really fun. Thanks for doing it, man. This has been great. All right, later.